Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by author, journalist, and obsessive food connoisseur. His fourth book, How to Sue V, is available at a bookstore near you. We welcome Daniel Shumsky. Hello. Daniel, let's go beyond the mic. You've written for Serious Eats, Food 52, Parade Magazine, and many more. Why was tackling the topic of sous vide so important for you? Well, uh, sous vide cooking has been used in restaurants for decades because of the reliability of the results and just the incredible, beautiful, tasty results. And uh, it's recently become more accessible and uh, more available to home cooks. And I wanted to show them how to take advantage of the sous vide technique. Now, with circulators available for about 100 bucks, why should a person add this to their culinary arsenal? Well, I think the key words are ease and reliability. So let's take the a steak, for example, a beautiful filet mignon, let's say, something that's a little bit pricey um, uh, that, that you, you, know, you don't want to mess it up, right? So mm-hmm. if you're going to do it, you want to do it right. And sous vide cooking is really the way to do it because you can get it to exactly the degree of doneness that you want it to and not uh, an inch beyond. And you can do it every time the same way um, because you, you've got a precisely regulated temperature and you know exactly how long it's going to be in there. And so the, the results, again, are really beyond belief and consistent and reliable. Now, I have sous vide many things, but I want your expertise. What shouldn't you sous vide? Hi, you know, there's a pretty short list. I mean, in my book, I take it, uh, you know, if people have cooked sous vide or they've had something cooked sous vide by someone else, it's probably been meat. Um, which, again, is an excellent way to showcase the, the virtues of the technique. But in my book, How to Sous Vide, I go beyond meat, right? So there are recipes for vegetables, for eggs, for even desserts cooked sous vide. So you've worked on an heirloom apple orchard. What did you learn from that opportunity? Uh, you know, the, the best part about that was talking to the people who bought the apples. And, uh, you know, the people who took the time to go out of their way to seek out that food were really excited about food and really loved food. And those are the people I connected with. Daniel Shumsky, author of How to Suvi, is joining us beyond the mic. Daniel, when working out the recipe, how much trial and error did you have? Well, when you're writing a book, there's always a certain amount of trial and error for the recipes. But, uh, you know, I don't mind that because that's part of the process. And the idea is to get the trial and error way out of the way so that when the reader is holding the book in their hands, there is no error and there is no trial. And that's something you get with a cookbook that you might not get uh, with other recipes. And so, you know, it's it's all part of a day's work for me. But again, I, you know, it's super important to me that the recipes work for the, for the person who has the book. From blog writer to publish author, how many pounds did you and your partner gain after test eating your recipes? Uh, you know, it's all about balance, right? <laughs> so there's uh, there's room for uh, recipe testing and there's room for uh, trying to stay active. How did the pandemic change the way you write? and how you tackled this book? Well, that's an interesting question. I I think one of the attitudes that I brought to the book is that, you know, there are very specific recipes and there are all uh, the ingredients are specified and laid out. But at the same time, I provide 
variations and alternatives for people. So let's say you can't find a particular ingredient, then you can look down the page and see, oh, well, that will work too. So I'll try that. So, you know, I tried to, to bring a, a sense of flexibility to the recipes, um, as well as specificity and precision. Daniel Shumsky, author of How to Sue V, joins us beyond the mic. And Daniel, it's time for the Rocky Nade. Eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. You found out you were going to sell your first book when in Las Vegas. So what's your favorite game to play in Vegas? Oh, I just go for slots. Least favorite class you taught at Northwestern? Uh, the least favorite class I taught there, I, 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 I genuinely don't have an answer. I love them all. You speak English, French, Italian, Portuguese, and Spanish. So what's the next uh, language you're going to learn? Um, I think I'm done. I, I feel like that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually attempt to put a water buffalo joke in your cookbook? I, I'm not saying. Oh, those editors, they edited it out. It's always possible. They, they, they saved me from a lot of my, myself, so I, I thank them for that. How about your favorite Food Network star? Ah, uh, man. Well, you know, I'm a little bit old school when it comes to that. So I would say... Um, Sarah Mulkin from way back. There's a name from the past. Last dream you had. You know, I had a dream about styrofoam, and I, I don't really know why. I'm trying to figure out what that means. I'm not sure either. Recipe you haven't mastered yet. Well, I can tell you it won't be in the book, because all the book's recipes have been tested a million times over. So that's, uh, that's all you need to know about that. What's the best advice you've ever gotten? Uh, you know, just, just not to give up and to keep trying. Now, do I always take that advice? Not always, but as much as I can. It's time for one big question with author Daniel Shumsky beyond the mic. Daniel, what's the next cooking thing you want to tackle? Oh my gosh. You know, I, I don't really know, but I can say that I hope it brings the same sense of, um, adventure and experimentation and, and just fun, um, that how does Suvid brings to people. How is this adventure from writing a blog to four books later, how did it change you? Um, I don't think it's changed me. I, I think that um, I, I've learned a little bit more with each book, um, and I, I, I try to put that into each book. Um, but again, it's really, it's really all about helping the, the reader uh, you know, succeed with making whatever recipe they're making. Is social media good or bad? Uh, you'd have to ask someone who spends more time on social media. Than you. How do you tackle the good and bad reviews, especially when people may not have even read the book? Well, uh, you know, everybody is entitled to their opinion. And, uh, you know, I really treasure the good reviews. And fortunately, there aren't that many bad reviews. And uh, so it all works out. His last dream was about styrofoam, was saved by his editor from putting water buffalo jokes in his books and won't learn another language. We thank How to Sue Vede's author, Daniel Shemsky, for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you. And that, my friends, is a Beyond the Mic Shortcut.